0: Uh, let's go to, I uh, understand, Gordon Chang is coming in, our expert on China. Gordon G. Chang,
1: how are you, sir? I'm fine, thank you, and thank you so much.
0: And and Gordon, uh, we're going to talk about energy in China, and we have a, an energy expert from Canada here. We mm. have the premier of Saskatchewan. I keep saying it right. I you know, right? It, and and his name is uh, Scott Rowe, and and uh, he's interested in listening to what you're going to say about China. And we talked on uh, the other day, and All the and all the pollution we're saving by tying our left hand to our right ear. See, I didn't say ear is good. Thank God, I was, I was worried. Ear is good. (laughs) And and, and China is creating new coal plants every day, and and nobody says boo about China. Tell tell us about the energy uh, in, in China.
1: Well, right now, as you point out, they have made a decision to ramp up coal production. And they did this several months ago, and they did it because they were worried about the failure of the Chinese economy. So, for instance, in March, where they had a 15 percent increase in coal production year on year, that set an all-time record. Now, coal production um, has declined a little bit in April and a little bit in May But that's not because of the government sort of reconsidering its decision on coal. That's because the Chinese economy is in dire straits and the demand has collapsed. But what we're seeing, though, is that uh, China is not going to meet its commitments under the Paris (laughs) Accord that uh, so many people in this country celebrated. Um, China didn't really promise very much in that anyway, but it looks like they're not going to meet whatever small promises they made.
2: I know it's shocking. Uh, Gordon Chang, what do you think about President Biden possibly relaxing China tariffs in order to bring in more solar panels made by the Uyghurs, the Muslims that are basically enslaved there?
1: Well, there are two things here. First of all, um, there are domestic solar production, um, which is going to be severely crippled by um, Biden's decision. And second of all, what we're doing by um, the solar panels made in Xinjiang or East Turkestan is complicity with genocide and crimes against humanity, because that's what's occurring in that region with the Uyghurs. China has made a decision to eliminate the ethnic identity of the Uyghurs. That's genocide under the Genocide Convention of 1948, to which the United States is a party. And we have an obligation to prevent and punish acts of genocide, but instead we're promoting them. So this is 100 percent wrong. And whatever uh, small achievements we have in this country are just more than overset by what's going on in China right now.
2: Premier Mo. I mean what kind of sense does this make the fact that China's ramping up production Venezuela we're looking to them for more oil all these other I mean we're on the same planet I mean we're in the same environment, and meanwhile we can produce the oil so much more efficiently and cleaner here correct premier
3: yeah this and and this is you know th- this is the global challenge that we have and you know when you talk about emissions it doesn't matter whether those emissions come from uh, North America or they come from China or they come from somewhere else in the world uh, they're 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 all emissions and uh, we need to start comparing our, ourselves and our industries uh, against uh, the, the rest of the world, uh, when we, when, and, and we already are. In many cases, I would say virtually all cases, whether you're building vehicles, whether you're you know, producing oil, whether you're producing food, uh, whatever you're doing, uh, us in North America, and this is, this is a story I bring from Saskatchewan, we're producing some of the most sustainable products in the world already today. And we most certainly should be opening up access to other, uh, I would say, Canadians, but also North Americans to ensure that we are preserving, uh, you know, our ability to have that energy security, have that food security so that uh, we aren't finding ourselves in, in, you know, in a a vulnerable position where we're relying on someone else for that energy. Uh, We we produce the cleanest. It's the highest quality. Um, If we would remove some of the the impediments that we have both north and south of the border that aren't reducing emissions in any way, in case... In fact, if we're replacing that product with some offshore product, they're actually increasing global emissions. Um, but we should make, make these products available as affordably as we can uh, to the people that, for example, I serve as, a, as an elected politician, but to, to all of the people across uh, North America. We, we, we owe this to them, and we're making some, some misguided decisions, I think, uh, on both sides of the border. And the energy security conversation is coming, though, and it's coming sooner rather than later. And I, I, think, the, uh, you know, I think citizens are going to bring it. They certainly are in Saskatchewan.
2: Wow. And it's safer also to transport the oil via pipeline versus any other any other way, correct?
3: Yeah, the KXL pipeline, you know, most certainly, and and, and the Canadian portion of that is largely in across the border, crosses the border from Saskatchewan into Manitoba. They're highly supportive of that product. You know, if I, if I could take a minute, I'll just tell you what Saskatchewan Energy is well, going into maybe, that. Let's into that. hold
0: that minute. Yeah. We have to take a hard break. For and sure. uh, Gordon Chang, stay on. We're going to take a hard break, and we'll be back in about two minutes.
3: Common Sense Recap of the Day's Biggest Stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC.
0: Uh, when we took a break before, we were uh, Premier Moe was about to talk uh, uh, about uh, what's going on in, where, in Saskatchewan. And uh, Premier?
3: Yeah, that's right. We were talking about the KXL pipeline and, and the opportunity for that versus, uh, you know, where... Uh, you know we're looking for for oil whether that be in venezuela saudi arabia uh, this is the oil that would go into the kxl pipeline from saskatchewan it's oil that's produced up in the lloyd minster area it's oil that um has changed really how the the production pr- practices have changed come about by th- billions of dollars of investment in what's called the, these thermal plants that have reduced our our methane em- edu- reduction our methane emissions pardon me uh in the province by 60 percent. we just reported this out two weeks ago wow uh, 2015 to today we're down 60 percent in our methane emission reductions, largely due to the investments that were in in this particular oil field up in the Lloyd Minster area, that oil would go directly into the Keystone XL pipeline, be made uh, available to Americans versus uh, some of the decisions that uh, have since been made.
2: So are you trying to say that um, your uh, quality controls would be higher than, say, Venezuela, say China, say Russia, Saudi Arabia, And not just by a
3: country mile, but by 100 miles. (laughs)
2: Gordon Chang, why why do this? Why is President Biden slowly dismantling this country? People can't afford to pay their bills anymore. I was just holding up a bottle of Gatorade before for four dollars. <laughs> Gas by me five thirty-five a gallon. Diesel seven dollars a gallon. This can't go on anymore. The way it's the the country is headed at this point.
1: Well, it certainly can't go on um, because the decisions that are being made are just inexplicable. And just to go back to something that the premier said before the commercial. Um, The transportation of oil by pipeline is so much more energy efficient than bringing it by a tanker from Saudi Arabia, because that creates um, emissions as it crosses the oceans. So really what we're talking about are decisions that I guess President Biden thinks, you know, play well with his base but don't make any economic or other sense. And and that's really the problem right now, that the Biden administration has just lost competency. It's lost the ability to decide what's best for the nation. And it's just now trying, I think, to keep keep, uh, popularity, um, which has lost most of it right now. So when you think about this, it, it really is just a failure of governance at its most fundamental level.
3: Yeah, Gordon, uh, to your point uh, on that, if I remember correctly, the Keystone XL pipeline was going to be the first net zero pipeline uh, ever put into production in North America, uh, which is just another point to the fact that, you know, we do at times have to, you know, ha- rely on, you know, the innovation of, of North Americans, uh, what North Americans are doing in this space. Uh, they're, they're, they're producing some of the most sustainable products uh, in the world, and it would do us all well to make them available to the folks that we represent across this continent.
2: The sad part is you have the media that's basically the propaganda machine of the left-wing party. And so a lot of Americans are misinformed, and they think this is, oh, we're ruining our future. We're destroying the environment. John, I remember as soon as the Keystone Pipeline with that first executive order, what did you say? John, what did you say was going to happen?
0: Prices are going to go up tremendously.
1: I, uh, I was here that day, and John said it, and it was like, wow.
2: And the whole press corps, you should have seen it yeah. premiere. They were like, "What? Is, what, huh? And he was predicting predicting it. He said it could be $6, $7 a gallon by summer, by Labor Day. And here we are. Here we are. G- Gordon Chang, at, at what point does, does the left wing of the party even realize that, wait a second, this is not what we signed up for?
1: Well, I think it's probably in November when there's going to be a sweep by the Republicans – And it very well may mean the American public is not voting for the Republicans, but they're voting against the Democrats because it's a record of failure. Um, And it's a fundamental failure across the board, as we have seen, whether we're talking about the transportation of oil or baby formula or anything else for that matter. So I think that it's really going to be a question of what happens at the ballot box. And I do think and and I'm a political I'm a political independent. I'm not neither a Republican or a Democrat, but. If anyone is in the United States, they can see the way the election is going to go.
0: Well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's terrible what's going on. Anything else you want to tell us about China? What's going on?
1: The most important thing is something that I alluded to before, and that is the economy is failing. Uh, there's a debt crisis, which Beijing has been able to postpone, but they haven't been able to resolve the debt. We are seeing, because of the COVID lockdowns and others, um, many indicators plunging. The most important one to watch, um, John, is uh, property sales. The volume of property sales is down 30% one month. I think it was down 59% the last month.
0: Property Um, sales where? In China. In China.
1: And And this shows? it,
0: it also, China also issued, the government issued an edict that they can't let any of their primary... Uh, officers of the Communist Party Buy anything in, outside of China Or something
1: That's right um, And they've been doing that In a number of different areas um, But they, Xi Jinping The Chinese ruler Is very anti-foreign And uh, he has all of these rules Which violate China's trade promises He's doing it because Nobody's holding him to account Including a guy in uh, Whose address is 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest Washington D.C. Um, and, and this really is a problem right now because we see a number of decisions that are actually very supportive of the Communist Party, not supportive of American industry at all. And if we're going to have any future, we've got to be resilient. We've got to make the things that Americans buy, because if we don't do that, we're going to be beholden <coughs> to a hostile regime that considers us an enemy.
0: And what everybody has to realize, us in Canada, I mean, we're neighbors. We're, we're You know, we're, we have to depend on each other. I mean, uh, it's more than... Uh, kissing cousins. I mean, you
1: know, and uh, we we man. have a long border that we cannot leave. Uh, so yes, we are not only kissing cousins; we're neighbors forever.
3: And, and our industries are, you know, absolutely in, in, integrated. You know, one of the largest industries in Saskatchewan is the agriculture industry, and you know, we see throughout the prairies uh, you know, the big red tractors that are built in Fargo, North Dakota, the the green combines that are built in East Moline. We're bringing in crop protection products, fertilizers, going back and forth across that border. Our industries are are absolutely integrated across that forty ninth parallel, and the the energy industry uh, should be as well in the interest of of all North Americans.
1: Also, John, if I could say, when I was chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, unlike with Mexico, our northern border, the cooperation we got from Canada, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, all of the Canadian authorities, it was just hand in glove. You couldn't ask for more cooperation, more assistance, more working together than we received from the Canadians. An entire northern border, which goes on forever. I mean, that is, that is one of the biggest borders in the world, I think.
0: Uh, Gordon Chang, thank you so much for co- coming on and telling us uh, in updating us on china and we'll catch up with you again real soon
1: thank you so much sean and thank, thank you everybody
0: thank you and uh, i understand we have to take another break let's take a second break and uh, let's see who we have when we're coming back
3: this is greg kelly for priority gold what does it mean to be america's precious metals dealer it means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country value our freedom and want to protect the future priority gold is that